Just a few days ago, we sat down with Councillor Alistair Rankin, who is the City Council's finance convener, and we quizzed him about the budget process and what the public could do to add to that conversation. We also put it to him, however, that the suggestion is that he has already made up his mind, or the council has already made up its mind, as to how the finances will be divvied up. He absolutely refuted that suggestion. Here's what he had to say. Just to be absolutely clear to um, people listening to this, Alistair, you, you have not made any decisions right now about cutting, for example, the Lord Provost's entertaining budget. That was something that uh, was mooted as low-hanging fruit. A number of things have uh, appeared in, in public, uh, and it seems to be drawn on proposals which were indeed being considered internally by the, the council and uh, council officers. So this means that there's been a leak? It does. Uh, that's exactly what happened, unfortunately. Uh, obviously unhappy about that, because when things come out in dribs and drabs like that, particularly when they don't have any formal status as far as we're concerned as an administration. It can mislead people, it can lead to causes, quite unjustified cause for concern, when it's simply true that we haven't taken any decisions yet. And I think it's right that, that we don't that yet, first of all, because we need to see what's going to happen in terms of our overall budget settlement, and secondly, because we're trying through our change strategy and through the current consultation to get people to look at the broad picture right across council services. And if people's attention gets drawn into one or two areas because of these uh, leaks that have got out in public, that, then it detracts from what we're trying to do, which is to get people to engage with and understand what the full range of council services are and to tell us what's important to them. From the 1st of October, people were able to get involved with the consultation. That's going to run until when? The 7th of December. And then after that, the Scottish Government makes its announcement about how much money they're going to give to the city. Yes. And then, what do you do then? Well, I understand that the, uh, the Finance Secretary is going to make his announcement on the 13th of December, which is very similar to the, you know, the uh, time of year uh, last time around. Uh, what we'll do then is we will look at what that means uh, for our budget overall and for the services we can provide. We'll also look at what people have told us in the budget consultation. Um, so you're really going to listen? Uh, we, we will. I mean, I think, we, I think we can demonstrate that in previous years, uh, every time we've conducted these consultations, we've taken into account what people have said and we've changed our proposals as a result. I mean, I think uh, the, de the degree of discretion that we have is probably uh, getting narrower, give, just given that we, ha we have uh, a budget which is broadly flat in real terms, but with, a, as I mentioned, a, a, a serious rise in demand in some of our core services. Uh, first of all, education in, in terms of the, the total volume of demand, but also in terms of health and social care. And there are other areas, uh, like homelessness, for example, uh, which are causing us real difficulty. And I, I think one of the reasons that, uh, that uh, homelessness is increasing is, is because of things like welfare reform, it's because of the cost of private rental, for example, and I think a lot of people are just finding it very difficult to, uh, to, uh, to afford to live in uh, private rented accommodation, for example. I think some, some people are, uh, their, their wages haven't been keeping up with inflation, for example, the, the strains on their budget become greater and greater, and some people have simply not been able to cope with those pressures financially, and they find themselves in very difficult circumstances, and we have an obligation to house people who find themselves in, in those situations. So it's a very difficult balancing act. It's a difficult job yes. you have then. I think it's been getting more difficult as it's gone along, to be honest. Uh, 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 I think the decisions are, are becoming 
uh, more and more of concern to people out there because we've balanced our budget for 11 years against these rising demands and the rising demands will be there and I think uh, an increase in our budget is not very likely but, but we, we wait to see what happens uh, until the 13th of December when we hear the figures from the, the finance secretary. But the other thing that could happen of course has happened last year was because the government in, in the Scottish Parliament is in a minority is that it will have to negotiate with other parties to, uh, to get its budget through. And last year we saw uh, the Greens engaging with the Scottish Government and they said that their number one priority was local government funding. And the result of that was we did a lot better. The Scottish Government came up with £171 million overall for local government in Scotland and, and we got our proportionate share of that and that helped us a great deal. Uh, we don't know uh, what will happen this time in terms of those negotiations. We're hoping it's going to be helpful. We're hoping that uh, perhaps the finance secretary is going into these negotiations with something in his back pocket in order to be able to uh, improve the, the settlement. But That meant another £10 million for Edinburgh, didn't it? Uh, slightly more than that, yes. But I was considering what we were looking at uh, in terms of the savings proposals. It meant that some things that we really didn't want to do just didn't have to happen. And uh, I, mean, I think that's one of the reasons why it's probably better to have our current approach with the, with the budget and the consultation, because it stops people getting concerned about one or two proposals and keeps their attention on the big picture, although we do expect people to say that within that big picture, these are the things that are of particular concern to them, uh, rather than getting a, you know, too, uh, spending too much time looking at one or two proposals, which in the event may not actually have to happen. So you really want people to go to the consultation hub, tell you what they think, and then you will take it into consideration when you actually make the decision. Yes, when, when, we, know, when we know the figures, then we'll be able to put forward proposals and we'll be completely transparent about it. Uh, the, all our budget proposals will be out there in uh, public council uh, documents saying uh, what we propose to do. Uh, it'll say, here's the amount of money that we have for, for this coming financial year, here are the demands on our services, here's what we've done to take into account what people say, and this is why we've reached the judgments that we have. Great. I wish you well in uh, making all those plans. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you for speaking with us. Our November issue of the Edinburgh Reporter newspaper goes to press next week. So if you have any stories, or indeed if you want to advertise with us, then please get in touch, editor at theedinburghreporter.co.uk. Today in Edinburgh, the weather's going to be partly cloudy with a high of 13 degrees.